The following podcast has been rated M for Mexican and has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. And welcome to the first episode of Mex My Matters of 2019. We are back and better than ever, live from the city that never sleeps, Columbus, Ohio. With your host, with the most, the man with the plan. If he cannot do it, no one can. Mexi, right here, live, with your first podcast of 2019. Some quick announcements. Let's start with that. Um, nothing has changed as far as scheduling. We took a hiatus. That's normal. We did it last December. We did it this December. I think we took a bigger one this year, but that's not, you know, it happens. You need to take a break during the holidays. You got to be with friends and family. Now, schedule's the same. We'll try and put out some specials, but uh, once a week, usually on Thursdays, you'll have your Mexi Mind Matters uh, feeding for the week. Also, um, if we can address the idiots who still believe I give two shits about the Columbus Cats and the anything to do with the Australian Rules Football Club. Now, some of you know, some of you don't, that there was a fantasy league among us. Apparently, there was an entry fee. Well, let me get one thing straight. I wasn't there to pick my team, yet I was whooping everybody's butt. But don't you think it's kind of convenient that out of nowhere, right around the week after Nationals, my team just started tanking? Oh, yeah. That would be because I am this pissed that I basically blocked everybody for a couple months, snoozed everybody. And basically, let the team go. Didn't care about switching out stuff. Dropped some players. I basically deleted the Yahoo Sports app on my phone. Along with the team app. So, yeah, I could care less. Oh, and apparently there was a fee for entering this year. Well, and and Polly as the commissioner needs to collect on it. Well, let 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 me tell you this. How about you take out my fee... From the money you guys owe me. What? What? Oh, oh. Well, wait a minute. What money, what money do we owe you, Maxi? How about the year's membership to the USAFL that I had to pay? Or the annual dues that I had to pay to the club? I'm sure Paulie's on the board now. And he can talk to the treasurer and uh, make some arrangements. Or how about the jersey that we had to buy 
that I basically never got to wear because the times I played to accumulate my six points, I was always on the other person's, the other, our opponent's team. Yeah. That was basically almost $300. I'm sure you could take $20 off of that money that you owe me and you can pay me the rest whenever you want. Because if you don't have the balls to even have my number saved and reach out to me saying, hey, I need this as a commissioner, I am not going to listen to whichever Yahoo is trying to come at me to collect or ask to pay when the person in charge can't even do that themselves. And it's not like I'm going anywhere. Hey, let's meet up and you can pay. But I'm very adamant that I'm sure whenever you have the money, because if we were to talk about the poor people on the team, yeah, it's not this guy. You can pay me the $280 whenever you want and keep at it. There's a pending suit also, just FYI as a little announcement to anybody associated with the team for the nonsense that for four years one had to endure. But, you know, just to keep you prepared on your toes in case you want to send any other minions to bother me during the holidays. And speaking of bothering, last announcement. Right now, in Ohio, it is 40, 50 degrees on any given day. And it is winter. Yet somehow, I still find it that on social media, people are complaining. I'm sorry. So when it's too cold, you complain about the cold. But when it's warm enough and there's no snow, now you're complaining about global warming. And how, oh, everybody said it's not a thing. But uh, it is 50 degrees in Phoenix when it's usually 60 and 70. And it's 50 degrees in Ohio. Yeah. Um, global warming usually means overall global warming. If uh, one town is 10 degrees colder, yet, you know, 50 degrees is nothing in Phoenix, to me at least. And Ohio, it's 40, 50 degrees when it's usually 20 or 30. Yeah. Let's not bitch, okay? We knew, because I'm pretty sure I read something somewhere early October that we weren't going to have a cold winter. Yeah, this is exactly what somebody posted. So I don't see the complaints. Shut the fuck up. Nobody cares about global warming. The ice caps melting is not going to affect you tomorrow. So shut the fuck up. I am happy with a 40 to 50 degrees winter. Just FYI. Now, it is the new year. Everybody's starting their New Year's resolutions. Mexi made his own, of course. Um, basically, the same, mostly the same nine, you know. Uh, only a little bit of tweaking because this year we don't have enough races. We don't, we don't have any major race goals to accomplish. Um, you know, try to get into law school, lose weight, marry Tara, uh, make more money, uh, 
hit more demands than last year, which, by the way, for the year we were at 723. Uh, run at least one race <coughs> in a new continent. Um, get get the award that's due to me in September. <coughs> Eat less carbs. And as always, the last one is basically try not to be as angry all the time. But, you know, that's harder to do, especially with all these idiots around us that don't know what they're doing and don't know their roles. But that's what the podcast is for, right? Started off as a way of venting. Guess what? Global phenomenon. And another thing, before we continue with, you know, story time, final announcement, I promise. I swear I said I was going to be last announcement before, but I forgot about a few. Um, Last quick announcement. So, no need to worry. December was our slowest month, mainly because we only had two episodes. And uh, everybody was with friends and family in the holidays. So, but January already, January 1st picked back up. January has usually been one of our top months. Consistently. The first January, last January, and this January already is starting off with a bang. Let's keep it going. I will actually probably, if we could get January back on track... I may have a special surprise in the form of a new, never seen before, or never heard before, mystery special guest. Just throwing that out there. Anyways, story time. Before we get to it, New Year, same sponsors. Quick shout out to my man, Ramo. If you need car insurance, he'll hook you up. UM coverage, MedPay, full collision coverage with American National. Use the promo code MEXI. It's still the same promo code. Save money on your car insurance. You need full coverage, especially for all these yahoos driving no insurance. Not paying the premiums. Bergen National, proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And also, if you want to lose weight because it is the new year, new you, new resolutions, if you got the same... New Year's resolution as Mexi, you know, lose some weight. You know, Mexi's got a wedding. It's got to look good. Hit up Super Studios 253. Set up new goals. Join Team Super. Give them a buzz. 253-272-0700. Super Studios 253. Proud sponsor of the Mexi My Matters podcast. And if you just want to relax under the holidays, hit up Hand and Stone Massage. Mexi has not gotten his first one on... Uh, in the new year, uh, he's he's due, of course. Mexico's the one in Dublin. You guys can go to anyone in Columbus or in the U.S. It's the same promo code Mexi saves you money on your first release massage and your membership. Let them know Mexi sent you. Hannah Stone Massage, proud sponsor, also of the Mexi My Matters podcast. Now, let's move on to story time. As promised, Mexi proposed. December 8th, 2018, history was made, 
a legend was born. Mexi became the first Mexican to officially finish a marathon, 26.2 miles in all 50 states. Thank you for everyone who was there. Joel and his wife, Kate, which I didn't know was pregnant until Joel basically told me and I saw her. I'm like, oh, she kind of looks pregnant. They were there. They actually came to Vegas as well. My cousin Alonzo was there. My brothers, Enrique and Ricky, were both there. And the funny thing is, Tara had no clue. I thought at least she had some kind of guess. She had no clue that I was going to propose, which was actually kind of shocking. Uh, so, and this just goes to also show you, with no training, so from July to December, I did not run a single marathon. I ran a half or two, no marathon. Yet somehow I was able to finish within the six hour time limit. This basically proves what I've always said, that running a marathon is 40% physical, 60% mental. I mean, if I could run one having not trained since July and finish within the time limit, anybody could do it. I'm sorry, but anybody can, can take on a marathon. Now, I would also like to point out that Mexi continues his streak of never having DNF the marathon. I've always finished within the time limit given at the race. So Mexi finished. There was hardly any fan support because it's down a highway in the middle of nowhere, Buckeye, Arizona. So I'm glad, you know, my peeps were like following me mile after mile in two cars, kind of cheering me on. Um, I had my brother hold on to the ring, which actually, we were all supposed to stay in the same hotel. Somehow, even though my dad, I gave him the exact location and address of the of the Holiday Inn in Buckeye, he still booked my brothers at the Phoenix Holiday Inn West in downtown Phoenix, a good 30 minutes away. So there was a little bit of a snafu there with them getting on time to the race. It was fine. Enrique had the ring. As I crossed the finish line, I proposed. Of course, Tara said yes. She started bawling, crying. <laughs> Greatest marathon ever. Of course. I'm not going to lie. Phoenix was actually kind of warmer, but not that warm. But it was good. It was a good race. Now, whoever told me that race was flat and downhill, no. It's more like rolling hills. Yeah, no. Let's calm the fuck down. Also, Joel dropped me off late to the race, so technically, I had a two-minute backlog in starting the race. But apparently... The race director knew about my plans. He said, you know, we would have waited for you anyway. So I'm like, well, no need. I like to finish within the time limit. Despite of the two-minute delay. Uh, race director and uh, his crew asked for my information to kind of follow up on my historic event. After that, we hung out in Phoenix. Then uh, everybody else left. My brothers and... Uh, Al left to go back home. They had to work the next week. Uh, Joel, Kate, myself, and Tara all went uh, to Vegas, obviously. Uh, that was fun. Uh, we drove to the Grand Canyon on our way to Vegas. Uh, we arrived to Vegas that Sunday night. Um, 
you know, we both had to do the timeshare thing. And then uh, on Monday, that was basically our Monday. Tuesday, we all went to the Hoover Dam, Lake Mead. Uh, you know, looked around. It was nice. Excellent. I've never been to the Hoover Dam or the Grand Canyon for that matter. Took some photo shoots. Here's my thing, too. I would like to point out. If you are scared of heights, but yet somehow the Grand Canyon doesn't scare you, but the Hoover Dam Bridge does... Yeah, I don't I don't see how those are not relatable. Like Tara was like like a slug, like just slugging her way across the bridge, which by the way, the freeway um up top Hoover Dam cuz she was petrified and I'm like you were fine at the Grand Canyon. I'm so confused. But hey, whatever. She had a good time. Wednesday, uh Joel and Kate had to go back. We uh did some more sightseeing and gambling. Thursday, we had our Jabberwocky tickets. We also went to the Mandalay Bay uh, to see the sea turtles. You could actually feed the sea turtles. That was ex- that was exciting. It's a lot. See, and that's. I would like to point out that this experience was good customer service, good planning on behalf of the hotel. So, for a reasonable price. They let you feed the sea turtles, but they also let you feed the other animals and see the sharks and all that from inside the tank. And then they let you still tour the aquarium, Shark Reef Aquarium at the Mandalay Bay. Whereas places like when we went to Hawaii, for example, they like to charge you an insane price and you get like 30 minutes swimming with the dolphins, quote unquote, but like you're barely touching the dolphins. And that's basically it. So that's the part where you can see the difference between good customer service and terrible customer service. People trying to rip you off and then people actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Now, Friday, obviously, we, uh, you know, packed, had to go to uh, go back to uh, Columbus. It was a fun time. Um Everybody was excited about, you know, us being engaged. It was great. Good time. Probably probably one of the best vacations I've had. A lot of things I still want to do in Vegas. So everybody keeps asking me about the bachelor party. Again, we were contemplating 10-10-2020 as the wedding date. But then we realized, why are we waiting two years? Like, we can do this because now... That Adrian moved his up to April. Next fall is available. So we decided 10, 13, 19, you know, so save the date, 10, 13, 19. Uh, it's on a Sunday, so it'll be cheaper and it falls on our anniversary. So that means the rehearsal dinner is on 10, 11, 19 that Friday, meaning that I'm gonna have to take that week off and probably the next week for my honeymoon, depending on where we decide to go. Um, for the bachelor party. So there's many ways we can play this. Obviously, all I ask for is originality. And my two co-best men, Enrique and Cato, will plan that with my input. Uh, Tara obviously says, no strippers. Of course. So we could go back to Vegas. Uh, there's many things I still want to do there. The scorpion shot I wanted to take, apparently they were out of scorpions. They get them from this one farmer and he was out of scorpions. I'm like, I don't understand how a desert runs out of scorpions, but hey, whatever. So when we were there, we tried their four signature beers. 
whatever. We may have to call them, see if they have any scorpions. Go back for bachelor party in Vegas and do that. Um, as well as all the other death-defying things we could have done. Uh, jumping off the stratosphere, zip lining from tower to tower at the Rio Casino and Hotel. You know, all that fun stuff that Tara is too scared to do. Or we go to Chicago, go to New York. Uh, Atlantic City is not too far away. We could do all of that. A um, couple days it would be all that it would take. No big deal. But it has to be the week before because all my friends coming from the DX group, coming from Europe, we want them to at least be able to not have to fly over to fly over here twice. You know, I like to be considerate. I told everybody ahead of time too, so I you know save the date, get their addresses. So far, everybody's in. Even Matt, so I'm kind of surprised. Good to know. Now, as far as honeymoon destinations, I'm all for Bora Bora. Uh, Tara's like, I don't want to go to Bora Bora. I'm like, why do you not want to go to Bora Bora? I literally made her look look it up. It's top three wedding destinations for the fall. On top of that, she wants to go over shutdown because she won't have to lose time off. I honestly don't care. Um, but going in December makes it harder to book it as opposed to now. So, well, now, you know, booking it for before that. So it might have to be right after the wedding. I may have to take two straight weeks off. Some of it with no pay. Yeah, we'll see how that works. But again, we'll get there when we get there. Right now, we're planning the wedding. Tomorrow, we have to go see the Bluestone. The venue is down to the Bluestone and the Heritage Club. One of those two. As long as I get the open bar, I don't care where I'm going to get married. All I want is an open bar. And that's it. That's all I care about. <laughs> now... My guest list has been divided into three or four tiers. Save the dates will go out here shortly. Don't be alarmed. Now, let's talk about this timeshare thing that Mexi did. When I was a kid, my parents used to always do timeshares. Which we didn't really know about. We just basically were like, well, we're here for a week. And then my dad and my mom would disappear for like a couple hours. And then come back and would be like, okay, well, great. Um, I did not realize until now that when we went to Medieval Times in Orlando, that was part of the timeshare. Um, having done one now myself, I can tell you this. Depending on the timeshare, it's different. But the one we did was for Wyndham Rewards. Terrible. Don't If you could go somewhere, do it on Groupon. Never do it on a timeshare. Because they will lie their asses off to you. And here's how. So when we went in January, some dude at the Luxor, when we were just basically visiting, signed us up saying, hey, for 150 bucks, we'll give you that back when you sign in. You know, check into the hotel. And to stay three days, you just have to do a timeshare. You can get any two tickets to any Vegas show you want, as long as it's an MGM casino. And 
you know, you'll get a th- uh, free three night stay. So I'm like, wait a minute, any show? It's like, yeah. Guy shows us a list of shows. And I'm like, oh, I want the Jabberwockies. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can definitely do that. They'll pick you up in the limo, take you to dinner, show you around, do the t- presentation. No big deal. And I remember that verbatim. That was the only reason we signed up for it. Fast forward to when we got there. Oh, no, no, no. You can't have the Jabberwockies. It's a list of eight shows. And the guy tells us this will be the same eight shows for like the last 10 years. I'm like, um, this is shit. Because unless you want to go see the stripper show, the male version, which is Danda from Down Under, Carrot Top and a bunch of shit, the least turdiest of the turds was basically a medieval times equivalent called Tournament of Kings at the Excalibur. And I'm like, fuck that. No. I mean, if I really wanted to see that, the tickets are 10 bucks. So fuck off. They don't pick you up in the limo. Oh, no. You get there at 8 in the morning. They they shuttle you off, off the strip, all the way down South Las Vegas Boulevard, where there's a Wyndham Resort, and make you sit for two hours in a presentation, and then talk with an agent for two more hours to try and get you to basically buy a villa. But, oh, because they're saying they have all these villas in all these locations around the world, close to everything. Well... Number one, if it's like this and this location being close to the strip, you're not close to the fucking strip. I literally have to Uber to the strip if I were to stay at this exact Wyndham Resort, number one. Number two, why would we want a fucking villa if the whole point is to sightsee and go outside? That's the whole point of being in a casino on the strip is... Yeah, they don't have any mini bars in the in the room or microwave because they expect you to go outside. You want to go outside. You're in the middle of the thick of things. That makes sense. I do not want a fucking villa for 20 if I don't need to. Then it's not 0% interest. It's 14.99% interest. So you're basically buying a second mortgage that you're using randomly. You get points on a yearly basis. Minimum points is 7,000, so this changes the price, of course, of what you're signing up for. But I'm like, okay, lady, I just saw on your tablet that you had a place in the middle of nowhere, Georgia, for 22,000 points. I would literally have to wait three years to be able to go there, 7,000 points for three years, when I could just get in my car and drive there and pay a hotel? No. It's ridiculous. Then I saw that they had San Jose del Cabo, and I'm like, whoa, look at that right there. You're trying to tell us you're right in the middle of all the main cities and attractions. You literally have a hotel in the wrong Cabo. Oh, that's not the wrong Cabo. Lady, I've been there. My parents tried to book us that same trip. Guess what? San uh, San Jose del Cabo is not Cabo San Lucas. It's a good 60 kilometers between the two. And yeah, they have a beach, but the arch is the other way and nobody wants to stay in San Jose del Cabo trust me I'm Mexican and she tried to argue with me I'm like no this is not happening not with these lies and on top of that I didn't get my Jabberwocky tickets oh we can fix that they kept saying but then when we went to get the tickets 
They're like, oh yeah, we, we're just a ticketing department. We have nothing to do with uh, the people upstairs or the marketing team that signed you up. So I'm not getting my free tickets. Fuck off. I don't want free tickets. I had to pay 160 bucks to go see Jabberwockies ourselves. Guess what? That was a good investment. Excellent show. Jabberwockies, still best dance crew. Awesome. Even Tara thought it was awesome. But that's what gets me. It's like, you're trying to tell me that you have stuff in the thick of things. I'm like, no. On top of that, I'm like, the next trips I'm taking are outside the U.S. Your hotels outside the U.S. are through other third-party groups? No. That's a happening, Wyndham. I already have your Wyndham rewards, and they're already shitty. So, no. Just kept arguing. And I said, look, luckily for you, because the room you guys got us wasn't as great, and the safe was not working, we had to wait for somebody to come open it. Luckily for you, lady, I had all my my, my personal belongings with me, including my laptop. Guess what? 2017, I have my laptop that shows all my expenses the year I took 24 trips to 24 different cities. Guess how much I spent? $21,000. That includes airfare, hotel, food, rental car, the race fees, everything. You're trying to get me to spend $21,000 on just the hotel that I can use randomly. Well, yeah, you you finance your car and your house, you have a mortgage, don't you? Yeah, but I live in there that and I live in that house every day and I drive my car every day. You're trying to get me to do that for something that I barely use? No, that's not happening. Fuck off. On top of that, you said two hours. This is like four. Oh, there was some other guy who was more pissed because he's like, I've been sitting here for four hours and you said a two-hour presentation. Exactly, sir. I agree. Told him to fuck off. And I'm like, yeah, no. I would much rather pay more and use Groupon that go through that again. Especially if you're going to lie to me about all these shows. I don't want to sit in a room with a hundred other people listening to your dumb ass talk about timeshares. Me and Juanito, the 50 state title belt, were not pleased. Oh, everybody in Vegas kept staring. They're like, oh, what? what you, are you a boxing champ? You have a title belt? I was like, no, I just ran a marathon in 50 states. You know, a little bit harder than winning one fight. Oh my God. Oh. Excellent. And for Christmas, obviously, we went to my brother's place in Salt Lake City. That was fun. I actually got some decent gifts uh, for the most part. Everybody liked our gifts. We were very creative, very thoughtful of our, our gifts. My brother liked his Laker tickets for the Cavs-Lakers game in, at the Staples Center. Excellent. I'm like, take, take whoever you want because I'm not going to be available. I don't care. It was like, oh, yeah, LeBron. I was like, dude, you're only a Laker fan because you like LeBron. And LeBron's on the Lakers. Yeah. But then here's what gets me. I It was a good Christmas because Liverpool, as you all know, still undefeated in the Premiership. Play Man City today at the Etihad. That will be an excellent game. We win that with 10 points clear. Excellent. Lakers won on uh, Christmas Day without LeBron. So here's... And this is why... It's not that I hate, hate LeBron. It's like the nonsense that the media doesn't catch. The nonsense that we have to put up with. 
So, he sprains his groin, leaves the game. Fucking Rondo has a torn ligament, finishes the game, needs surgery. LeBron has still been out this whole time with a sprained groin. Get the fuck out of here. Yet we still beat the Golden State Warriors. Mind you, it's just one game. Doesn't mean anything. But that was a good Christmas present. Well, that is it for today's episode. Uh, We have another episode, possibly. We'll try to do it next week. uh, Where we'll discuss recent work happenings. Uh, There's been some major changes at our firm. And we will discuss that. Uh, but in the meantime, as always, you can check our episodes on uh, SoundCloud and all on iTunes. Uh, check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, you know the deal. And as always, remember, even in 2019, where there's a Mexican, there is always a way. Hope everybody has an excellent Happy New Year.